Welcome to the Closeted Soul Podcast. I'm your host, Shalay. This podcast is all about exploring the depths of your soul. We dive deep into spiritual concepts and tools that we can utilize in the physical world to really navigate life. So join me and so many others on this insane journey of self-discovery and let's learn and grow in both a spiritual and physical world together. Welcome, Nicole, to the Closeted Soul Podcast. It's such an honor to have you here. Thank you so much for bringing me on here. I am so, so excited to be here. I'm excited as well, and I'm so excited to share your medicine with my listeners because I had the honor of experiencing a reading from you because you do the uh, astrology, gene key, and human design reading all in one. I know it sounds like a lot, guys, but she's a fucking master at putting it all together and making it all groundable and relatable. So we're going to definitely get into all of that. But before we do, I would love it if you could introduce yourself to the listeners and just explain a little into what it is you do. Yeah, thank you so much for that. And it was an honor doing that reading for you. Um, But yeah, my name is Nicole. I currently live in Perth, but I've lived all over and I'm originally from Indonesia. And that's something that I kind of want to share because I don't see a lot of people like me in this space. So I just wanted to share that, you know, diversity can exist. And if you're someone who is also you know, of, of a different culture or background that this is also a space that you can be worthy in. So I'm a spiritual coach and I really empower people um, to become the ultimate healer of their own life, especially over their wounds. And I do this, do, do this through mind, body and spiritual coaching. So I don't believe that there's just one way that journaling is the way. I think there needs to be a holistic understanding of your body, your emotions, um, your mindset work as well. All of that is equally as important. Important. So that's my like my main medicine, and I do that through my one-on-one spiritual coaching containers, and also I also do the readings, the blended readings that you talked about, and those readings are so fun for me because not only do they share like the unique codes of your soul and your unique gifts, it also shows your unique wounds that exist, um, you know, because your wounds ultimately become your greatest gifts as well. Mm, they absolutely do. They really, really do. Oh, I'm so excited to get into all of that. But I, I, I nearly forgot my question. I'm like, wait, what's my question? On the Closeted Soul podcast, I ask all my guests, when did you first come out of the spiritual closet? Yeah, that is such a lovely question, by the way. I love that so much. Um, so I guess I came out of the spiritual closet maybe end of 2019. That's when I started my account and started doing uh, tarot readings for people. That's how I started. Um, but I really think that I got out of the spiritual closet maybe a year later. That was when I moved from the Netherlands to Australia. And, you know, at that point I was already doing my spiritual coaching certification and I knew that I was so tapped in, so intuitively gifted, but there's still a lot of stigma because I come from a law background as well. I have a master's and bachelor's in law. So I'm also a very logical person. And I'm like, yo, if I come out, come out as this super spiritual person, people are just going to think I'm fucking insane. But when I moved to Australia, I was like, you know what? At that point, I've been growing my gifts so much. And I know that spirituality is my number one anchor in my entire life, that I will be nowhere without it. You know, my logic comes second. So I told myself that if people can't stand me and my spirituality, then they're just not meant for me. And that's something that I kept practicing and kept observing in my life as well. I kept anchoring that belief in. 
And when I moved to Australia, you know, um, I was also dating at that time and meeting a lot of new people. And I made it a mission to really step out of my comfort zone. And every single person I met, I was like, oh yeah, I'm a spiritual coach on the side. Like I made it clear and I was unapologetic about it. And what's funny is that when you come from that energy without needing them to validate you, but more so you're scanning if they're meant to be in your life, right? That is so powerful, first of all. And secondly, they actually like nobody really gives a fuck. They're like, oh, that's really cool. What do you do? You know, and they're just curious about it. Whereas if you come in with the energy of I need to be validated from someone else outside of me, then you're going to meet a lot of resistance and a lot of ego blocks that come up and uh, help you question your validity because ultimately it's all coming down to whether or not you feel worthy of it. And your soul just wants you to look and and understand that you are always worthy no matter what. So I guess my official coming out to the world was, yeah, I think end of last year. And um, ever since then, every single one, every single person I met, like I'm, I'm not shy about telling people about my gifts, what I do. And yeah, I guess that's my little spiel about when I got out of the spiritual closet. I love that. I think that that's really special and so many gems in your story because it's so funny. I had a reading today and this is like the topic of conversation that came up, which is just like nothing's ever a coincidence, right? So I'm not shocked that you're bringing this up because this is something I deeply struggled with as well. I deeply struggled with that acceptance of, wait, this is me at my core level and this is me when I feel the most empowered, when I feel like a fucking badass, when I'm in my spiritual gifts and I'm living my life in alignment And it's so funny, like how much resistance we can carry with the outside world in terms of everything we do. So I love that you took it upon yourself to be like, you know what, I'm going to come from this frequency of like, I'm not asking for permission to do this. This is what I do. And you either get with it or you don't. And I can totally validate everything that you were saying, because this is something that I got to see play out in my life as well. When I came from the energy of, oh my God, I'm scared, I'm scared, I'm scared, you're met with that resistance because that's the energy you're admitting. Of course, that that's what you're going to receive, right? And the same thing happened with my partner because I remember I was starting to get into extraterrestrials, right? And this this was getting really deep for me. And then I was like, oh my God, shit, now I'm going to be the alien girl. I'm like, surely you just take things too far. And I'm like, what the fuck? And I was like, I was I had so much resistance, right? And then it just... I couldn't move forward in my truth without acknowledging that this was my truth, that extraterrestrials are a part of me. I am a starseed, you know? So I'm like, I I have to, I have to talk about this. Like, I cannot not talk about this. So the biggest person I was scared of, honestly, in terms of finding out was my partner because I was like, okay, you know, he's going to leave me. So (laughs) I basically, I, I was really scared at the start and he was meeting me with resistance and really challenging everything that I was saying. And I was not in the energy to receive that because I didn't even really know how to put words to what I was experiencing. So I, I started to retreat. And then when I decided, you know what, fuck this, this is me. And he's either going to have to get with it. He's either meant for me or he's not. I came from that energy and I was like, Hey, this is what I'm doing. This is what you're going to start to see online. And I'm like, so yeah, you either get with it or you don't. And when I went from, when I came from that place, he was like, oh yeah, cool. No, no problem. Yeah, you do you, man. And he bought me my first Starseed deck. So like just to show support and out of nowhere, like he just brought it for me after work once. And I was just like, what the fuck? So absolutely. When you claim this is where you're at, people are going to meet you at that level. I love that story on so many levels and uh, I love that so much and I love your partner for being able to meet you on that level because that's when you know that 
this partnership can really is is meant for you at this time, right? Um, and is willing to grow with you. And can I just share a story as well that reminded me that it was reminded to me when you Go shared ahead. your story. So when I came out of the spiritual closet in the beginning, that was when, you know, I did tarot and stuff and I was with my ex at that time. And, you know, he was kind of, he was like, oh, this is interesting, but like, I don't understand it. And um, at some point I decided to charge people for readings and charge people for coaching. And then he also started to really not understand that. And uh, we broke up shortly after, not because of that. It was from other things. Um, but I always felt like a part of him didn't really accept and support me in my business. And that really made me feel sad because I was like, am I just completely alone in this journey? And at that point, you know, I didn't meet that many people on, through Instagram yet. So I didn't know that there was an entire community standing behind me for my gifts and my medicine. Um, but what's funny is that, you know, right after that, um, when I came to Australia, I started dating. I was very bold about my beliefs. And then, you know, I met my current partner who's just super, he's like, he gets it. He gets it on a whole and he's my number one supporter. Um, so, you know, also to any listener out there who might think that there's no one for them that can support me and Shule are literally the examples that you can, you can meet, you can require and demand your partner to meet you where you are as long as you're ready for that. And it also means that sometimes you have to let go of them if they're not ready to support you on that level, because life's too short, man. Life's too short to be with a partner who doesn't support your fucking mission on this earth. So let's just put that out there but the craziest thing was um you know at that point I think a few months afterwards in February of this year my business really started picking up and my ex was still following me he's I think he still is at this point and he watches all of my stories I really hope he doesn't listen to this podcast <laughs> but he listens he watches all my stories and um you know I was wishing him a happy birthday he was an Aquarius I wish him a happy birthday and then afterwards we're like oh let's catch up Things didn't end very well with us, but uh, we caught up and we actually caught up for like four hours because we're very spiritually connected. Like I think there's some past life um, things that we share. So we do understand each other on on a soul level in some instances, uh, but he has a lot of blocks. And, uh, you know, what's amazing is I actually guided him through a meditation at the end of that whole call because I know he was going through a lot. And he also shared with me, he's like, you know, I am so proud of you, like to, to the level that you've built your business at this point, like you are literally going after your dreams and that's an inspiration. And so just he listening that, you know, from, from all the, all the fears that I felt within the relationship, thinking that, you know, he doesn't really get it to the point where he saw me grow from zero, like from zero on. Um, so that's also another testament that people will meet you when you're ready to meet yourself there. And if they flake off, then they're just really not meant for you and not meant for your journey. They're just not ready for that. Mm, I love that. I had chills, especially when you said, you know, you just don't have fucking time for that in this life. You need people around you that are going to fucking support you. And it comes with self-respect, right? Having this fucking respect for yourself. And I'm not going to put up with shit. That's the biggest thing. I found myself putting up with like relationships, things that I hated, but I didn't have any respect for myself. I didn't have any... um yeah, I, just, I didn't trust myself enough to like go after what I wanted and have that dream life. And it all comes with like that, that self-respect. So I love that. I love that full circle moment. That would have felt so good to be able to do that. And how mature to be able to meet up and still be like, you know what? Yeah, we were in a romantic relationship, but you know, understanding that there's like a karmic pattern or cycle that played out between you two and being able to come together and finally finalize that, right? And just be like, okay, this is done. We can put this to rest. And I think that that's a beautiful way to end the session with your gifts. 
the gifts that he was probably protesting so fuck that would have been a good like slap in the face (laughs) it was so so good I love it. I love it. So many good messages there. I know a lot of people struggle with their partners and spirituality and like feeling like they can't meet you at your level, but they, yeah, your partner will surprise you. Like my partner was a full-blown atheist and like there have been times where I've asked him to be like, hey, do you want to be a part of this or do you want to do eye gazing and things like that? Things that I thought that he would protest against, but he's been like more into it than I've been. Like when we, when when we actually do the practices and I'm like, fuck, like you know, you, we, we, they can surprise you. Yeah. And it's also um, sort of your soul asking you, are you ready to go deeper with your relationship right now? Right. And it's that willingness to go there that will ask your partner as well. Are you willing to go there with me? And again, if they're not, life's too short. Get the fuck out of there. You know, um, but this also doesn't mean that, you know, if the first time you ask them and they say no, that you should go run no like you know be reasonable about this but I'm just saying if repeatedly you witness this resistance coming up over and over again that maybe it's something for you to consider what do you want out of your relationship and what do you deserve because um let's just go back to that story again with my ex um when I broke up with him I knew that I was deep in my healing journey and I know that he wasn't and he was resisting a lot of it and I really hope that he would you know um heal on his own and start to meditate and come back to him because I know he's also very spiritually gifted um but that just didn't happen but funnily enough a few months after we broke up and he sort of wanted to get back together he's been meditating for like three months and he was like doing all the work and I'm just like okay interesting um but at that point I was also meeting other people who already were meditating and already on their journey as well so by the way I just wanted to let you what any of the listeners know especially if they feel really disempowered in their relationships that there are quality men out there like there are quality men real grown-up men who will be the masculine that you desire them to be and this this podcast is just going everywhere but I love it (laughs) I know it's so funny I love it it's always like we're in this like transmission and sometimes in the podcast interviews I'm like what was even said in that I don't even remember (laughs) Um, but that makes for great uh, conversation and I love that like saying that there are great men because I think so often like we can demonize men and we can be like, oh, men are assholes. And it's all, pres- it's what you believe. If you believe that to be true, that is what you're going to attract again, going to the world of energetics. It really is anything that you subscribe to is what's going to show up in your reality, the good or the bad. So now that's going <laughs> off topic again, but I want to get into your story because there would have been a story into getting into this deep work of like helping people to heal and come back to their soul And I would love to know your story if you're down for sharing it. Yeah, so my stories always come from my relationships. I think it's my destiny as a Libra son. I learn a lot through other people and my intimate relationships. Um, but I guess I've always had a lot of, well, I think we all come with a lot of wounds, especially as we're nurtured in this physical plane. Um, but I think the most pivotal moment was in 2018 when I was with a different partner and he basically went through like a very deep dark night of the soul and he completely lost himself. Like, I've never seen a person lose themselves to that level. He had panic attacks that would hospitalize him. And, you know, as a partner, having to witness that and him not being able to communicate anything or express his emotions, I just felt like I couldn't do anything. And I felt like I lost my partner, you know. Mm. And then at some point, I realized that I had to leave the relationship because I wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't able to reach to him. He wasn't able to reach me. He wasn't willing to reach himself. So I decided to end that relationship. And after that, that was the beginning of also me saying yes to more of my needs and not, you know, because I, 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 
in that relationship, I thought that I had to suffer with my partner, that that's what a relationship means. But no, and that, you know, it's not even about the energetics of like what you want, but are you worthy? Do you finally feel worthy of finding and honoring your own needs instead of always giving yourself too much to your partner. Um, so that was the moment where I guess I started to really understand my own self-sabotaging patterns. I discovered tarot, I discovered astrology, I realized that I was a really powerful manifester. Funnily enough, like um, two weeks after that, you know, that relationship was already dying and I was already grieving that relationship months before it even ended. Um, so I was healing from that and I knew what sort of man I wanted in my life next. And that was when I, I uh, manifested the part that I was just talking about. Uh, so that was really funny how all of these just come, all the men come at the right time, essentially. Um, but when that partnership came, you know, I do realize that we had a lot of karmic uh, bonds together. And I think a lot of my codependency um, uh, manifested in that relationship even more because it felt like such an intense relationship. I didn't know what to do with myself and my emotions most of the time. If you're into human design, he's also, uh, he also has an emotional authority. So when two emotional authorities come together, holy hell, it is crazy. <laughs> um, but long story short, I discovered tarot during that journey and it really helped me. It really under made me understand more parts of myself. And then through tarot, I discovered more of my astrology, realized that it's just more than my sun sign because I never resonated with my Libra sun. I was like, yeah, I, I don't resonate with the non-decisive, like indecisive person because I have a lot of fire in my chart. So it's not that hard for me to make decisions. So I discovered astrology and I just deep dived and I've always loved understanding and was always curious about other people what makes them take who they are so you know all these tools really nourish that part of me and it also made me realize that there are a lot of things that I needed to heal for myself and that you know I was responsible not responsible but I was accountable for a lot of the patterns that I kept attracting over and over again so that's when I decided to really confront my feelings my shadows and heal and I think I'm also really lucky that I enjoy healing I don't know to me that's ecstatic and it's really pleasurable to actually face my fears because I think on some level it's you finally see that little girl or little boy inside of you again that inner child meeting them again that part of you that you've always denied or shamed or that has always been reactive all this life right them them acting out has always been just so that you can feel seen they can feel seen so there's always a pleasurable side to looking at your shadows um and i realized that I'm, i was committed i was way more committed than other people into looking at my shadows because i also realized that life is too short for me to just struggle in life. I don't want to just be trapped by my wounds and my shadows. And I believe that there is a way to feel free and not trigger it all the fucking time. Right. So that's what my whole journey has been all about. Um, discovering different tools and techniques that really worked for me, discovering that some tools are more limiting than others and discovering that, you know, at that, at some point you can feel completely safe in your body, in your mind, in your entire experience and you just witness and attract all the abundance all the worth i would not have been able to be here sitting here i live in my own house i have an amazing partner who supports me i have incredible friends i'm honoring my gifts i am abundant as fuck monetarily i would not be able to be here if i didn't clear out all my shadows not because i don't deserve it but because I would not understand how to feel worthy of all that I'm holding now. And you need to have the capacity to be able to hold the desires, not only to want the desires, but to hold and trust that it's safe for you to have those desires. So this is really what I empower people through my, especially my coaching. Yeah. Mm, goosebumps hearing you speak, hearing, yeah, hearing you speak about your journey. So thank you so much for 
diving deep into that. And I love that you described, you know, the relationships that you went through and all of that. But I can relate so much to what you're saying. This is actually something I spoke about earlier on my Instagram and I described the healing journey. I did a podcast episode about it as well because yeah, it's difficult to look at your shadows. And yes, like, yes, there is a pleasurable side as well. And that's why I keep going back. And the pleasurable side is meeting the manifestations, right? Is actually detracting that that life of your dreams, you know, pushing yourself beyond your means, you know, doing things you thought you could never, ever do. For example, even me, like hosting this podcast, this used to terrify the fuck out of me. I remember the first like couple of episodes I did and I like, didn't even know what to say. Everything was scripted. And now I just come in like completely free and just like free flowing. And it's so, it's so beautiful to watch the transition. And what I wanted to uh, mention about the healing journeys, because I've, I've been on this journey for a short time. So a good year and a half of actually awakening, realizing that I was the reason for the shitty experience, exactly what you said, like, you know, taking accountability, accountability and being like, this is nobody else's problem, but mine, this is what I did. And then realizing if you have desires in this world, if you want change, go after that change, fight for that change, be the fucking change, right? No one's ever going to bring that to you. That was something that I would really do. I would daydream about somebody like saving me, right? And I would, I was like, no one's going to save you, Shills. Like you got to do it yourself. So putting yourself out there. So I, um, I've actively been on this journey for like a year and a half and my life has completely changed. I've like left my job to only, I go like one day a week I'm financially supporting myself in my business, like within a month of opening and like, yeah, it's so exciting. And it's just like, holy fuck, we can all do this. If you just allow yourself, if you choose to do the work and it's not to say that like the work is ever going to be done as well. I don't want you to, it's not a terrible thing. Like, I think people get scared when you say that, like the work isn't done. It's just that there is always going to be growth to have. It would be so boring if I had just clocked all of the growth and I was just here and we had nothing else to work for, nothing else to like, you know, move to We We are here for growth. We are here to excel. We are here to like do the steps. So it's actually, yeah, it's like changing your relationship with that resistance and looking at it as like pleasurable and like as if it's turning you on almost and you're like, fuck yeah, like I'm going to up level from this. (laughs) Yes. Oh my God. I love all of it. It's so activating. And yeah, like the growth, it's, it's not meant to be scary. It's because you're growing so that you can experience more, experience more love, more abundance, more and more and more. And and then we all die. So might as well experience all that we can because it is a temporary experience. And that's something that I always hone in whenever things get too much, you know? And, you know, when you mentioned daydreaming, I instantly thought of the Gene Keys reading that I did for you. I was like, wait, that was like, um, like <laughs> one of the reactive shadows, I think. So yes. that was so powerful that that was a big part of your journey. Um, and absolutely, like, I completely agree with you. And it's never done, not not because you're meant for suffering, but because you're meant for more. Mm. And it's through your wounds. These are the portals. These, these are the portals to holding more, experiencing more, um, truly witnessing and experiencing what life truly has to offer. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's just your playground, right? And you get to create whatever you want. You just, we're the ones holding ourselves back. So that's the alchemy of doing this work. That's the medicine, right? So this is why I'm so attracted to this path and individuals like yourself, because it's so fucking activating to be in like this presence, right? And to be like, yes, you get it. You see it. So yeah, I'm just so grateful for this community. So I'm having one of those like grateful moments. I'm like, ah, I'm so happy that I get to talk to people like this. (laughs) Um, Now I want to get into astrology, human design and gene keys and how you incorporate it. Because I think that you have just discovered a gap in the fucking market. I love what you've done. I think it's so original. 
and so incredibly activating because prior to me getting into the world of spirituality, I didn't know who the fuck I was. I didn't know who I was on a soul level. I didn't know what my passions were. What, what, who was I? I knew, ignored myself my entire life. I ignored my wants. I never spent a moment with myself. So when I started to come back to myself, I just felt lost, right? I was like, who am I? And these tools like astrology, human design, and gene keys, they helped me come back to myself. And I had received readings from the past. So I'd received an astrology reading, human design, because I wanted to learn all about myself. I just wanted to know like, who the fuck am I? What makes me tick? And I really, I, I think like, you know, astrology and all of that, it's like, it's a blueprint, right? Of who we are and we get to play with it. And it's kind of like a validation tool as well, where you're just like, oh, I get to be like that. I'm meant to be like this. Anyway, so what I love about that is you have found a way to incorporate all of these three complex R systems, but make them really groundable. You use your intuition in such a beautiful way. Like I just, everything related so deeply to my core. And you really talk about what is necessary to know because these systems can be extremely overwhelming. And I'm not going to lie, I've been fucking completely overwhelmed by all of the readings. I've been like, oh, but with your reading, I really felt like, oh, fuck, like I have tangible tools on how to move forward. I understand this now. I, I, I understand what I need to know and that's enough in moving forward. I just, I don't know, the way you do it is fucking incredible. So can we like talk about how you incorporated those three systems, what they are, how you do it? Talk about the process. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm just grinning so much because that was so beautiful. I love you so much. Um, oh, thank you for that. And uh, yeah, I love these tools. And that's the thing, like these tools are at our disposal. So use it. And so basically my belief is that your soul is fucking intelligent as fuck. And it chose to incarnate at the specific time, at the specific day on this earth because of the energies that were present. And they knew that the energies would facilitate your dharma and your mission on this earth. So that's what I love experimenting with and getting to know because... You know, you can you can feel like you know who you are on an ego level, but who are you on a soul level? Do you really feel connected with yourself? And if you don't, it might be because you think you th you think you know who you are, but you don't really know who you are. Um, you think you might be attached to the idea of who you are instead of who you truly are on a soul level. So that's something for people to contemplate on as well. Um, and yeah, as I said, like I've been into astrology for a while now, and then I discovered human design, and then I discovered gene keys. And I realized that all of these systems, they have this golden thread between them, but they're not exactly the same. And yet you need to understand all three systems to I to I think facilitate the most ultimate healing and to really discover the most like ultimate potential of yourself. So um, this is something I always preface at the beginning of my sessions of my readings is that you know astrology to me is kind of like the map, the map of where your soul has been in the past. You know the past lives they show you all the gifts that you carry and also where your soul wants to move towards in this lifetime and also like the karmic patterns that will come up during this um, uh, this journey, right? And then human design is kind of like I love this um, analogy of a car if you are a car and your body is like that car that vehicle right of, of where your spirit is inhabiting in this lifetime human design is kind of like the manual it's like if you buy a car you get a manual of how the car runs best you know when to like I, I, I don't really, I don't know how to do cars my, my partner is <laughs> the, the, the guy for that I don't know anything about that but it's like if you were if you were a Mercedes but you've been running like a BMW all the time there's there's some sort of malfunctioning there right so human Human design really reminds you of, 
of how unique everyone's energy blueprints are in terms of how they function best. Like for example, projectors, they cannot work as much as generators because they just don't have the energy for that. But then we live in a society that is hooked on productivity and hooked on hustle culture. And that is very detrimental for projectors and non-sacral beings. So that's where I find human design super helpful, especially allowing people to experiment with their design and leaning more into that and understand that they are different from other people. But, you know, just because they're different doesn't mean they're behind or less than. It just means that's how they can facilitate their gifts. That's how they're meant to facilitate their gifts in this lifetime. It's part of their leadership, part of their legacy for them to show up in their own unique way rather than the way that society tells them to do. And then Gene Keys, I so love because, you know, it's a sister uh, sister system to human design. It's way more feminine, less structured than human design. And it's really all about your hidden gifts and it relates to your astrology. It connects back to your human design, but I love it because it explores your gifts in a way that, you know, sometimes we're really afraid of our shadows, right? Because we feel like that's a part of us that is useless. But what Gene Keys tells you is that every shadow has its own unique gift. So it never demonizes any shameful or um, um, fearful part of yourself. It understands that fear is a root presence in our society and that also allows us to grow right but the moment you understand that your fear has its own unique gift is also the moment where you can empower yourself and use that gift that use 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 that fear as a tool to move you forward and to share your gifts more and so uh, within this whole analogy of the car it's like you have this key right the gene key it depends on if, if you choose to live your life based on fear and based on your, your gene key shadows, then your, your car is going to operate out of that fear. What you're going to attract is more of those fearful states, fearful circumstances. But the moment you even consider that there are gifts to that key, that there is a different side, there's a different way to put in that key that you can activate your gifts instantly and experience more flow, more alignment in your life and more connection with yourself as well. So that's what I love about Gene Keys. It's just a really empowering system. And, you know, I have a one line, so I am very prone to just diving really deep into the things that I'm interested in. And what I realized is that you, you know, of course, some people are meant to really uncover the depth of astrology and uncover the depth of human design. And my mission is to uh, cover the fundamentals of all of these designs to make it the most practical it can be so that you can learn to heal, become the most ultimate healer, and also to just own your gifts as much as possible without feeling so intimidated and overwhelmed by these systems and without being dependent on these systems. Because I feel like there can be that dependency and giving your power away to the systems, feeling they know better than me. Um, no, you know, these systems are great to facilitate and also to give um, confirmation that you're on the right track. But, you know, if you're, if you've always been in alignment, you don't even, you might not even need the readings because you already know you're already connected to your soul. Absolutely. I love that. And the truth is like what I usually find is, and what I found like to be true for me when I went into the readings, it's like I had already known those things about me and it was just confirmation and it is about like taking, like just taking what you can from it, but not letting it define you. Like we do have complete free will on this earth plane. So that's something I totally subscribe to. Uh, so absolutely. And I think that's like a good message in just in general, especially with the times that we're in now, like when things are so crazy, I think coming back to your intuition, coming back to what you know to be true, uh, coming back to your soul is so, so, so important. And that's something that 
you know, has been an, a massive initiation for me, this Mer- Mercury retrograde um, in terms of like lessons being learned. It's like, stop putting so much reliance on the outside world and what other people are saying and doing and start to come within and be like, hold on, what do I know to be true? So I really, really resonate with that message. Yeah. And speaking of Mercury in retrograde, I know that you have a pretty strong Gemini placement and your your rising is in Virgo as well, which is ruled by Mercury. So if that's if this time has been extra activating for you and extra challenging, I think that's the reason why, you know, the last time we tried to record this podcast, everything, <laughs> literally all systems went down. Like no, we tried everything. So it's just hilarious to really witness that. <laughs> Honestly, and I was actually considering like messaging you saying, should we wait till Mercury's over? But yeah, Mercury has kicked me up my bum. And for some reason, I went in thinking it was going to be okay. I was like, I know that this is going to be a fine Mercury retrograde. And I have had the most funniest things happen. And every single time it's happening, I'm just looking at it. I'm like, Mercury fucking in retrograde. Fuck. (laughs) But it's making me laugh because I'm like, I know that it's teaching me something. But yeah, it's been like, an intense initiation and it's so funny because I have another friend who was telling me that Mercury's being fucked for her and I was like are are you are you because I remember you telling me you you said to me at the end of the call you were like your your Virgo is in Mercury so just keep that in mind it's going to be intense for you and then I that stuck with me and I was like oh shit (laughs) and then um my friend messaged me and she was saying it was really bad for her and I was like are you a rising Virgo and she's like yeah and I was like (laughs) you too (laughs) (laughs) oh wow (laughs) yeah it's it's not easy (laughs) no it's not easy it's so funny it's um but it's all it's all alchemy right it's how you look at things it's like okay, I know that I'm being taught this because I can't move forward in the desires that I want to, I want to attract without actually alchemizing this. I can't move forward in the, uh, as a leader that I want to be creating the business that I want to create. If I don't, you know, sort this out within me first, otherwise there's going to be no growth to be had. So it's just, it's all an initiation and it's all happening for a reason. And I really believe that we, we are given what we can handle. Like I, spirit is never, ever going to um, give you something that you can't handle. If you're going through something difficult, it's because spirit knows that you're a fucking badass bitch and you're strong as fuck and you can get through anything. Uh, so yeah, just embody that when you're going through these like uh, dips, <laughs> let's call them dips. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. And these are all opportunities. It's never that you're being punished or anything. Like, remember when Instagram was was down for like, I don't know, four to five hours and Facebook was down? That happened during Mercury and retrograde. But you know what? That opportunity gave us to finally take the break from social media that we so need as a society as a collective um so all of these you know hiccups really like if if that hiccup didn't happen between you and me you would not have learned how to set up a podcast through zoom instead of um sticking with uh i don't know with the provider that you were using so there there are always learning opportunities and you know every time you feel like something is disempowering you it's always just requiring a different perspective from you to see what the lessons are and it's always serving you Mm -hmm. absolutely it is all perspective And this goes back to like what we were saying at the start, like, you know, taking accountability for your life and just flipping it around to make it work for you because you can make any situation work for you. And I love that, like learning 
um, about when we had our session and it all went to shit. But yeah, I did learn how to set up a Zoom, like a podcast Zoom meeting through you, which was great. And now this is what I'm doing. So absolutely, it is all perspective. But now I've just gone off topic because I wanted to talk about the, the reading. I'm so sorry. I'm like all over the shop. Um, but yeah, I, I, I love that. I think, um, yeah, the way that you embody the, like the, the astrology and then the human design and then the gene keys, so, so, so powerful. And what I found about really powerful about the reading particularly was how you describe gene keys because it's such a complex, it's, it's very poetic. It's very poetic, right? And it, it really like it, it I, I was struggled. I struggled. I struggled to like listen to the guy that gives you the, the transmission. And I was just like, I'm not sure what he's really saying. But when you, you delivered the gene keys to me, I was like, oh, fuck yes. Like I get what she's saying. I totally hear her. And it's so funny because the gene keys is like totally calling you out as well. Like it actually calls you out, <laughs> but in the best way possible. Cause you're like, ah, shit, I see that. So yeah, I, I love your level of understanding with the gene keys. You really understand it on such a beautiful level. Thank you so much. And truly I love, I think out of all these systems, gene keys is definitely a favorite of mine just because one, it's so poetic and two, it does call you out, but three, it provides the solutions because it shows you that there are literal innate unique gifts out of that specific fear. And I love that because then it's not just like, oh yeah, you know, like um, this is like, for example, I'm just going to use astrology, for example, like, oh yeah, you're Mars and Libra, you know, it's in a fall, can't do anything about that. But then that's where I always challenge astrology. And I'm like, how can I think of this in a more empowering way? How can I deliver this to my clients in a more empowering way? Whereas the Gene Keys already does that naturally. You know, if you look at the book, it already shows shows you the gifts, the innate gifts. And I think what it does is it recognizes that we live in a dualistic world, but it's because we need both. And it's not, it's not fair to just call out, call people out without giving them solutions. It's, it's to, calling people out should be a process of illumination, mm-hmm. right? For to facilitate, to facilitate understanding rather than facilitating more fear and more shame, because putting more fear and more shame onto people won't bring them anywhere, you know? So that's what I love so much about the gene keys. And it's also really compassionate, you know, the way they speak about it. It's calling you out, but not in a, in a way that's like too objective. Because sometimes I find like with human design, for example, they can be so, because it's such a masculine system that the way they deliver it can be really like scientific, really objective. And there's like a lack of soul into it. Mm-hmm. And I think the soul... I, I find I, I found it in Gene Keys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I just really want to know because, you know, I pour so much into these readings and I love them. It's like a spiritual slumber session where I get to decode and communicate and like channel, channel your soul through these systems and also through um, like the infusion of my intuitive gifts. So I really like I know that you have been hyping me up this whole time. <laughs> so I love that. But like, what would you say? Like, how would you describe the value of this of this reading? Because I really wanted this reading not to just be like another reading reading where it's like oh you kind of understand or you kind of not like did it land with your soul with your body Mm -hmm. absolutely it did for somebody who's like embodying um I'm trying to embody my soul on an energetic level honor like what I want to actually come into in this world and what I want to create what it helped me to see is um I think the level of understanding with like the North Node was really really helpful in the way that you were able to like bring that into an understanding for me so what that helped me to do was just like, it was a reminder for me to be like, hold hold on, where is your energy being directed to? Because I know the importance of the North Node and I know that people can have absolute like quantum shifts, you know, and up level so much when they embody the North Node. So 
your transmission on the North Node was really, really inspiring and super, super helpful because I was able to like fully embody that. And you said um, even the way that you like describe the the Virgo in Mercury in terms of like how I can actually show up as a person because I was I was using it a lot of like what I do is you know how can I show up in my business because my business is a is like is is me right it's it's a, it's a bit of me so that was really helpful as well because I was able to be like oh, okay this is how I can show up and this is like you know it, it was a very like it was just a deeper level of understanding than the understanding that I did have. And I think um, what I found like super empowering about the whole thing in terms of like how to move forward is obviously I'm trying to be, um, you know, a, a leader and a, you know, a visionary in this space, right? And I want to step up in this space. So, you know, you confirming that for me as well and like, you know, activating me and being like, you're fucking meant to be a mystic. You were supposed to do this. This is in your past lives. This is what you're here to do. Like, I can see this in your chat. Like, that was super up um, uplifting, but um also describing the leadership as well was really like how I can how I can show up as like the leader and um calling me out on the bullshit and like you know getting deep into the bullshit that was really important for me it was the gene keys that like landed so 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 well with me I was like oh only because I had um I already had like that that start that that level of understanding with the human design and the astrology but I understood it like it was still a great reminder to get me back to the basics of what I needed to focus on and then when I had the gene keys, I was like, oh, that's how I do it. I have to go back to the gift. What am I doing? I'm too much in the shadow. And like, you know, just being called out in that way because I really enjoy being called out. So that's what I really helped me to do. Does that make sense? I'm like. Yes. Oh, it made, it made so much sense. And I like particularly enjoyed reading your gene keys because the moment I looked at it, I was like, oh my God, she's, she's like, I, I can see that. I can <laughs> so see that. And like, uh, I forget what it is, but one of your gene keys, like the gift of that is that you're able to tap into this like cosmic genius portal that exists. Um, so people like uh, Mozart, for example, they have this, this specific gene key as well. And I think it was in your um, evolution. So in your conscious earth. So, you know, and this was around the time where you really started to open up how you're connected connecting to extraterrestrials and to aliens and your soul readings were really like ramping up and I was like yeah she is fucking meant to do this like you know some people could be a soul reader but you're like meant to be super extra gifted in this and also like to be a leader not because you want to lead but because you don't want to and that's why you are our most natural leader as a collective so yeah it was just so beautiful and I'm so glad it landed with you as well my chills 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 it's like reactivating hearing it um, so yeah, I love that. No, it, it was, it was so beautiful to even have that level of confirmation. I don't think I've ever received that from Gene Keys. That's why like your transmission and your interpretation was really, really helpful. But yeah, you absolutely have a gift, but I've loved this conversation so, so, so much. Thank you for sticking with me through all the Mercury retrograde problems <laughs> and being here for this, because it was so beautiful to connect with you and to just get to know you on such a, a deeper level and, you know, getting to know your story and what you've gone through. I think it's so beautiful to be able to be vulnerable in this space and just like be able to share and not be so secretive about the things that we've gone through, because we all are going through and experiencing different things in this life. And it's so beautiful to be able to come together and be like you know this is what I've gone through this is how I've alchemized it this is what we're here to do we are we are here to literally uh create um I don't know wisdom out of our wounds out of our trauma so I, I love it so 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 much so thank you for being here thank you for sharing your gifts with us it was so beautiful to chat with you 
Where could people find you if they wanted to connect with you, if they wanted to receive a reading or work with you closely? Mm, thank you so much for holding this space. I feel so safe. And, you know, some of these stories I've never shared publicly before, like all my friends know and stuff, but you made it, 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 it was just such a safe space. So thank you so much for holding that. And so if you're interested in either, you know, working with me one-on-one um, through my spiritual coaching or uh, booking a reading with me, you can always just head over to my Instagram. I'm at Nicole Rosalie Claire. I'm sure all the links will be below. Um, but yeah, just reach out to me, even if you're curious. Sometimes I also do live workshops so if you happen to live in Perth or in WA um, I have been doing like a series like a tarot workshop series to really inspire other people to connect with their intuition and because I think tarot is such a powerful tool for that Um, so yeah that's where you can find me I love that thank you so much and I agree I love tarot so 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 much but Thank you for being here. Thank you for all of that wisdom. It was so much fun to chat with you. I hope that you have a lovely rest of your day. If you enjoyed today's episode and you feel inspired to rate and review the podcast in iTunes, it would mean the world to me. Also, if you are wanting to connect with me on a more intimate platform, you can find me on Instagram at Closeted Soul. I would love to hear from you. Finally, you can learn a little bit more about me and this space just by visiting my website at www.closetedsoul.com.